This newsletter was published on the 11th of August. The prompt is read by me, Annabelle Lee, and the reply was written by Aman Hariri Kia and is read by Sahani Gunatilika. Dilemma. She called me bland and now I feel self-conscious. Hi ladies. I'm hoping you can help me tackle an issue that has been eliciting a lot of negative thoughts. I have tried asking my partner for advice on how to move past this, but their response didn't help. It's also a situation that I'm quite embarrassed about, and so I feel too ashamed to ask my other friends for help. Some background. I've had self-confidence issues my whole life. I was bullied at a young age and then had body image issues as I got older. Recently, I have had a new confidence issue arise. I feel unable to hold my own in a conversation and get extremely overwhelmed in social situations. I worry too much about what others think of me and worry that I don't contribute enough to conversations. However, recently I was out for drinks with a friend. For context, this friend has always been brutally honest, but never cruel. When she was drunk, she asked me if she could tell me something honestly. She then proceeded to tell me that she understands why guys have always found me attractive, but why she never has. She said that she's always thought my personality was bland, telling me that she thinks other females probably think the same because of their insecurities and own issues, but that guys can look past that and find me sexy. I was taken aback. I think she noticed this, so she tried to backtrack and eventually changed the subject. Later, I brought up that I didn't appreciate being called bland, and she said she didn't mean it. I suggested basic was a better term, to which she said, no, you mean basic style, but I was talking about a bland personality. Then she laughed. I deflected by laughing uncomfortably, but I haven't been able to get this off my mind since. I can't stop thinking about what she said. My partner is reassuring me that I'm not bland, but they haven't been able to offer much more than that. Not that it's their burden to fix. I'm trying to focus on myself and tell myself this is one person's drunk opinion and that maybe she didn't mean it that way, but it's honestly keeping me up at night. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Dear reader, honey, you've come to the right place. As someone who has struggled with body dysmorphia and disordered eating... I have battled self-confidence issues my entire life too. Feeling overwhelmed by social situations and worrying about what other people think of you are very common experiences for anyone struggling with generalized anxiety. Some people, like me, combat this anxiety by nervous talking too much and then overthinking everything they say. Others tend to turn inward by saying very little and then overthinking everything they didn't say. I'm not qualified to diagnose you with anything, but I suspect you might fall into the latter category. All of this to say, welcome to the team. You're safe here. This is a judgment-free zone. Before we discuss what your friend said to you, can I ask if you've considered trying talk therapy? I resisted for a long time. My immigrant Middle Eastern parents still consider mental health taboo, intergenerational trauma, blah, blah, blah. But since starting three years ago, I have noticed a considerable difference in my social anxiety. Being able to recognize patterns of behavior out loud with an objective party has really helped me to grow in confidence, believe in my own self-worth, and surround myself with people who make me feel seen and heard. Speaking of which, you say your friend is known for being brutally honest, but never cruel. I don't know what her intentions were when she started this conversation with you, but the impact was inherently cruel. Allow me to say, definitively, that she does not speak for all women, or all people for that matter, and I think her instinct to sexualize and objectify you is icky at best and problematic at worst. Is this someone who has been in your life for a long time? Does shared history keep you in touch? If so, I'd ask yourself if the version of you that exists today is still being fed and nurtured by her friendship. Sometimes a reverence for who we were in the past keeps us in relationships that no longer serve us at present. 
but there is a great strength, not weakness, in walking away. Check in with yourself. When you leave interactions with this person, do you feel exhausted or energized? The answer might mean it's time to reevaluate whether you want this person in your future. Finally, I want to address the idea that you need to move past what she said while feeling embarrassed or ashamed to talk to your other friends about it. I want to encourage you not to put pressure on yourself to get over it, but rather further process what you're feeling and why. I know it's uncomfortable, but let's sit in that discomfort for a second. Why are you nervous to open up to your loved ones about this? Is it because you're worried that they might feel the same way? or because you're secretly concerned that she might be right. If it's the former, I wonder if it's time to allow some of your older friendships to settle into the background to make room for newer friendships. How? If you love to draw or are obsessed with reading a certain genre, consider attending a class or joining a forum where you can forge a friendship over a shared interest. I guarantee your new friends won't have the nerve to call you bland when your passions mirror their own. And you deserve people in your life who really truly want to be there who appreciate all of your contradictions and love you all the more for it. If it's the latter, then I think your main goal for 2023 should be prioritizing falling in love with yourself and becoming your own best friend, cheerleader, and confidant. Do you find yourself your true inner self to be bland? Hell no, right? Let's get in touch with her. Maybe you can make a little bucket list full of 12 things your inner child would want to do if they could and challenge yourself to do one each month. The goal would be to have fun by yourself and enjoy your own company while also experiencing new things. These items could be as small as watching a movie in a new genre or as big as doing a solo overnight trip. Start wherever you feel most comfortable. And while you're doing this, continue building your self-confidence through reading, journaling, talk therapy, if you're up for it, talking to yourself in the mirror, this literally works, I swear, and whatever other coping mechanisms you've found to be productive. Let's focus on making your self-worth the foundation of your world building. By this time next year, if anyone has a goal to call you bland, it won't matter because you'll know how fucking cool you are. Everything else will be a reflection of their insecurities, not your own. If you need to talk any further, you can DM me. We're friends now, by the way. Love, Iman.